Welcome to Work in Progress, your place to discover investors and founders that push the boundaries of the European tech ecosystem. Hello to all your listeners out there who are joining us for a new episode of the Work in Progress podcast. I am Juana from Startup.ro and I have the pleasure and privilege to have here with me today Matei Dimitrescu, a general partner at RocaX, founders, founder at Commons Excel and vice president of Tech Angels Romania. Welcome, Hello. Matei. Hello, Juana. <laughs> um, I think that you are one of the most well-known angel investors in Romania. You've built several programs dedicated to the Romanian uh, entrepreneurs and the startup ecosystem. But as we know, investors are are also humans. So (laughs) let's start by telling uh, our listeners, uh, who are you besides being an angel investor and um, what what did you do before you started investing? investing how did you get involved in yeah. all this startup in the startup world uh, before i was an investor before the startup era uh, i was an entrepreneur since i finished uh, university or if i recall correctly in the second or third year of study i started my first company and for 10 years i've been doing this entrepreneurship and then the following 10 investing and acceleration for startups. So in the first um, 10 years, I started several companies. Many of them didn't have any success, but two of them are still active to this day. And also the most notable one, Growlsoft is um, a good IT company, I would say. It was last year elected as board member of the National Association of Software Industry, mm-hmm. ANIS. That's very nice. Yeah. But I think the most important part is that uh, in those years of entrepreneurship, I explored a lot. I learned a lot. A lot about uh, execution. You know, and this applies to startups also. I know that execution matters most in a business. Mm-hmm. I learned that there that a strong idea with a poor execution worth nothing. <laughs> yeah. And besides that, maybe you want something about the studies, <laughs> what I've been doing before entrepreneurship. Yeah. I graduated the University of Bucharest, mm-hmm. mathematics and IT department, and then Economic Studies Academy, Finance, and Finance plus IT, plus the rigor and the structure of a mathematician <laughs> leads to VC, obviously. <laughs> and far later on, I did venture finance in Oxford. Now I'm completing my PhD at Romanian Academy, World Economy Institute. And basically there I'm studying and researching global investing ecosystem. Zooming in and out from microfinancing of early stage startups to the global economics of impact venture capital industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, why didn't you start early on investing? I mean, was it something that you wanted to explore being an entrepreneur? Or mm. wasn't venture capital as developed Ten. in Romania? Ten years ago, there was nothing in venture capital. And the only 
acceleration. No, there was anything about acceleration 13 years ago in Romania. 11 years ago mm -hmm. was established the first European accelerator ever. So there was nothing before mm -hmm. but entrepreneurship. You have the knowledge from both worlds, so you can uh, you can help uh, founders with your knowledge as an entrepreneur, but also with your knowledge as uh, as an investor. Uh, I think yeah. that, that that's what you guys are doing best at Commons Excel. Yeah, not only even in uh, Roca XVC, one of the most important activities there is to support the portfolio startups. This is an essential piece you know just financial investors they need our support not our full involvement mo mm -hmm. mostly like acting like coaches uh, opening doors for them uh, putting them in touch with relevant people helping them access resources mm -hmm. it's the same thing we're doing also in acceleration for the best startups um, how would you describe, uh, how would you best describe your job as an investor and as part of some, some important venture capital funds in Romania, but also as a mentor and as a connector in the startup world, because you are also a connector, like, uh, mm. like you said before. I'll be back with this uh, topic about connect role and I tell you a bit about all these roles. So before evolving into a venture capitalist, I studied with RockaX three years ago, mm -hmm. 2020, yeah. Uh, I was since 2013, uh, 10 years from, from now, an um, angel investor. As you said, I joined Tech Angels Romania in 2014. Mm -hmm. I'm currently um, vice president and uh, Tech Angels Romania is the largest, most relevant, oldest uh, Romanian uh, angel investors business, angels uh, investors association. Mm -hmm. Okay, as a mentor, I start helping young entrepreneurs finding their path in their business also 10 years ago. Um, and this support evolved into creating programs like uh, accelerators that you mentioned, like Common Success, for instance. Mm -hmm. And this was based, obviously, of my, on my previous experience, not as an entrepreneur only, but as a co-director in Founder Institute, uh, or as early experience as uh, being a part of the team of Investment Ready Program in Vienna. Uh, but about connector, I won't say that I was ever a connector. Uh, the connector connects multiple stakeholders. Uh, and it's much needed in the startup ecosystem to have someone connecting startups and accelerators, startups with investors, accelerators with VCs and so on. But I wasn't a connector. I actually wore the hats of them all. I did startups, I did investments, I'm still doing acceleration, I'm a GP and a prominent VC. Uh, so I kind of connect my own worlds, my real hands-on project. <laughs> I was never a networker, attending events to meet startups, mm -hmm. and then attending uh, investor events to tell investors about the startups I met earlier. I find my own startups, I train them properly to make them thrive in this world. I put them in my acceleration programs. I invest myself in them through my VC. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, 
I'd like to, to tackle with you the, the subject of sustainability. From what I know, you've uh, recently or in the, in the last years, you've, you've become more active in, uh, in this field of sustainability. Uh, what does sustainability mean from an investor's perspective? Okay, this kind of connects to my story that I tell you, told you about earlier. Um, because my connection to impact investing is not new. It started 10 years ago when I attended the Investment Ready Program in Vienna, uh, an impact accelerator that I joined uh, as a mentor then and later as part of the team. Um, this program became the largest impact accelerator in the region, operating in 17 countries. And to tell you the, the true story, uh, it's Demo Day in uh, 2013. It was an event with 10 startups pitching to an improvised uh, panel of three wannabe investors in a small shady room <laughs> in Vienna. And this gradually became known as Sea Impact Day, uh, attracted a lot of attention, engagement year after year, and it eventually transformed into the flagship event of impact investing in CE. Last year, it mm -hmm. was in Hofburg Palace, in the Imperial oh, wow. Palace of uh, Vienna. Um, 500 guests, almost everybody in the impact investment industry in the region being there. A long way from the shady room. Yeah, <laughs> a very it's long an way. evolution, but yeah. it's not about our success. It tells us more about the success and the evolution of the impact investment mm -hmm. field throughout these past 10 years. This is what matters most, and this is my connection to impact. And to answer your question about sustainability, um, there and everywhere in this uh, ecosystem of impact investing, uh, people are gathering to innovate, to collaborate, to find ways of transforming our society and economy uh, for a sustainable future. Mm -hmm. Because now it's not sustainable. That's the premises we're working with. And it's a change of paradigm undergoing and the investors, the smart ones, always invest in the future. And that's the business. Put now some seeds in what will have value in some years. The linear economy is shifting towards uh, mm -hmm. a circular economy. And that's a disruptive process that can lead even to chaos in economy. But it's a process that creates opportunities for impact startups, for impact investors, those who will be creating the new solutions will create new markets, new business models and new sources of value. That's why people are ready and eager to innovate and collaborate in finding ways of transforming our society for a sustainable future. That's the story of sustainable investing. Mm -hmm. You can find definitions on the web, but this is the story from the investor's point of view. It's about creating sources of value for the future. Because without a sustainable future, there will be no value left. Yeah. That sounds nicely said. I <laughs> like the, the part about seeds, the seeds for the future. Um, but um, what does investing with a purpose mean to you? I mean, is it different <coughs> from the concept of sustainable investing? I mean, or, or is it a real thing? I don't know. Are they different? Um, first, it's inferred that it's about a good purpose, not about a purpose. <laughs> it's a good one. A good purpose, um, yeah. <laughs> So what does purpose mean? For, for instance, um, 
renewable energy focused VC uh, operating in rural Algeria, for mm -hmm. instance, has the purpose to change the way electricity is produced there and to reduce the carbon footprint of that. Uh, however, most of the times um, investing with a purpose actually means to invest in startups that have a purpose, mm -hmm. a good one. Um, and sustainability, as opposed to the linear economy ways of depleting resources, uh, it's by default a good purpose. Uh, but the difference is that not all good purposes are sustainable. And you can think of uh, research grants, ways uh, the research activity always subsidized with grants because mm -hmm. most of the time it's not sustainable. Same thing goes for um, social uh, services for underserved uh, people in mar marginalized people, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, the mantra in investing is without profit, nothing works. Uh, without sustainability, there will be no long-term profit. And without a good purpose, there's no why. I mean, there's no reason to do it. Um, what does it mean to, to invest uh, in this area of sustainability and not only get on board uh, a trend to be, I mean, do more greenwashing action, like we know that some companies are doing. And what made you invest uh, in green startups and help impact entrepreneurs develop? It's not a trend, or you may say that it's a trend, but uh, there are indeed three drivers uh, of this movement, and one of them is a trend. Uh, maybe this young generation trend looking into buying greener products, organic food and electric cars. But it's a good trend. <laughs> it's not like fast fashion. Um, but it's also the other driver, the authorities and the laws and regulations. And then is the real problem addressed by the impact startups. The impact startups we're mm -hmm. investing in are tackling big problems and it could pay off big time. That's why we're investing. As for the greenwashing, as a VC, you don't have to greenwash anything like you have in a corporation. You have to follow the rules and make some ESG reports and you have to promote yourself as sustainable sporting impact startups uh, if you are into it. And that's it. Um, because we're talking from uh, your investor, you're an investor and we're talking from the investment point of view. Um, how do you measure the impact of a startup and how do you do the math uh, when it comes to, to the return on investment? that a green, green startup, startup offers you as an investor. I mean, after all, investors are getting on board to also make a profit when investing in startups. What's the case with, uh, with green startups? What, um, what do you expect from them? It's the same. Uh, there are two different sets of metrics. You're not measuring only financial results, you're measuring also the impact results. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's a standard framework for measuring impact in place for some time now. Um, although it's not a standard, there are models you can follow. Um, anyone can take a look at the SDGs uh, and check some indicators under each goal. Then you have your metrics there. And 
EdTech startup probably will report the numbers uh, of new kids serviced, the uh, food waste application mm-hmm. will report tons of uh, food uh, not anymore wasted. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same food, okay. yeah. As for the investment and returns, let's put it straight. Uh, VC, as a VC, you need profit. As a startup, you need profit. If you have no air, you can breathe regardless of your purpose. So you won't get an investment if you don't make sure that you can survive to implement your groundbreaking mm-hmm. impact solution. That's why we have to focus on economics, not only on impact. Mm-hmm. Um, what do, inspe- uh, do investors expect to see in a green startup in, in its early stages? And I don't know if you, how can a founder build a sustainable startup that can attract investors? If you have some some tips for uh, for the founders out there that yeah. are looking for investment. Yeah, well, it's the it's the same. We need to see what we want to see from any kind of startup, and that's a committed team, ambitious, solution focused. Mm-hmm. A good product, business model or technology, and a real market out there for them. These are the three main pillars in any startup, regardless if they are impact focused or not. And uh, you can't blame the sustainability part in your startup for a small market, or you cannot justify that uh, impact will compensate for the old boring model you are putting in place. <laughs> No, you have to be in line with the trends. Mm-hmm. You have to be up to date and state of the art startup to get investments, whether you are in know, crypto or in impact. Uh, from your point of view, from your personal ex- uh, experience, what are you looking for when you're making investments in, uh, in sustainable startups? Are you looking at some specific verticals? I don't know. Are you more interested in uh, mobility startups uh, rather than, I don't know, clean energy or um, mm, some other verticals? There are hot topics. Uh, wow, wheel. I'm not very keen on focusing on a specific area, but there are a lot of area that provides many opportunities like climate change, uh, green economy, mm-hmm. the, or traditional one as health, education, smart cities, because smart city is already a <laughs> traditional uh, topic in startup world. But um, what am I looking for in the investment? Besides the vertical, uh, we care about the problem they are solving, the number of people affected by that problem and uh, about how effective is their solution mm-hmm. and also the willingness to pay. This is something important regardless of the vertical. But you know what, this is the, the same for every startup, not only for impact startups, because mainstream Mm-hmm. Startups also are addressing a problem and it has to be big and their solution has to be effective. Um, what's, what does the future hold for green startups and sustainable in a sustainable investment point of view? What are your recommendations? It's full of opportunities. The, the, the Think of the topics I mentioned earlier about climate change, at least. Mm-hmm. Who can find solutions in this uh, 
for these problems in these areas will be rich, obviously. <laughs> uh, and uh, according to one of the latest UN uh, studies, it said that uh, we need 2.4 trillions to fill in the gap uh, for investing, for fulfilling the SDGs yearly. Yearly. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and these are not money that will be sent in outer space with a rocket. Uh, these are real money that will be paid for the ones providing solutions. So the ones who will provide solutions mm -hmm. will get this money. This is the market we are speaking about when we are speaking about impact. But is this some available? I mean, do investors, being them private or uh, institutional investors, do they have this kind of money? It's not only support? about investors. Uh, it's about the, the authorities' uh, support in grants, in funding, in funding mm -hmm. funds of funds that will support uh, venture capital in investing through institutions like European Investment Bank who mm -hmm. is investing in European Investment Fund who will invest in several uh, impact investment funds or impose some ESG criteria, high criteria mm -hmm. for all the VCs. This is a part of the money. Other part goes to uh, corporations. They have a pressure from the regulation and they have to change their ways of doing business. So they will invest out of their own money mm -hmm. a lot into this. But this is the total available market. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if the problems will be solved and the goals will be reached until 2013. Yeah, but besides money, you also need solutions. So exactly. <laughs> that, that, that can attract those, uh, those money. Yeah. Um, this brings us to, to our last question. Um, as you know, our podcast is called Work in Progress. So startups are work in progress by definition. Um, is the sector of green startups one that is, let's say, at present a work in progress <laughs> from your point of view? <laughs> We're talking startups here. So <laughs> <laughs> the only thing in this ecosystem that is not uh, work in progress is that history. And with acceleration programs, with development tools, with investing, there are plenty of um, available solutions for the potential founders. And I encourage everyone to try to improve the world by implementing some good solutions for the current problems we're having in this world. It's a nice message and a nice invitation. I hope that our listeners will take you up on that. Um, thank you very much, Matei, for, uh, for an insightful and wonderful conversation and for joining us today. Um, and a big thank you to all of you, our listeners, and we hope to have you here with us again for the future episodes of the Work in Progress podcast. Have a great day.